Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. Sorry, I can't inventory computers that we haven't received yet. Not strictly a tech support story, but reading some of the recent posts got me thinking about this. In my last job, we involved system and network administration plus user support. I also was in charge of our equipment inventory, a totally thankless job, plus purchasing and planning. Real jack-of-all-trades situation. The university I worked for had a central team for equipment accounting, which mostly meant they got to nag all the various departments to turn in required paperwork. When a department purchased a computer, as soon as the accounts payable folks got an invoice from a vendor, they would assume we had received the device. Notify the equipment folks who would print barcode labels and a form and send it off to the purchasing department. Department Minion, me, would verify model and serial number, indicate building and room number, sign and return the form. This was pretty straightforward 99% of the time. Then one day I got a form and barcodes for four or five computers I had never heard of. The form had the PO number, so I was able to dig around in our accounting software and find out who had ordered these computers and what the status was since I normally received all purchases and then delivered them to the proper person. When I checked with the professor who had ordered these, he told me they hadn't been delivered yet. Okay, no problem. We'll get them in a day or two. This was the downside to our accounting folks assuming that invoiced was the same as received. I stuck the form and barcode labels on my corkboard and forgot about them. 30 days go by and I get a nasty gram email telling me that if I don't return the form as required, the equipment people will send someone over to put the labels on and we will be charged an hourly rate for this. So I check and find that we still have not received the computers. The vendor's having some issues. I call the equipment folks and explain that we don't have the computers yet. Conversation goes something like this. Equipment folks. But accounting tells us the company sent an invoice. Me. Maybe we haven't received them and we have not approved the invoice for payment. Equipment folks. But you have to put the labels on and send the form back. Me. There's nothing for me to put the labels on. We don't have the computers yet. Equipment folks, but if you don't send the form back, we have to send one of our people to do it and charge you. Me, you're not listening to me. If you send someone over, they won't be able to put the labels on. There are no computers. We don't have them yet. I was really amazed that this was such a difficult idea for this person. I realized they were just doing what they had been told, but this couldn't have been the first time this had happened. Equipment folks, okay, I'll make note that you have a 30-day extension, but after that, you have to return the completed form. Me. I understand. I'm sure we'll have the equipment by then. Of course, we didn't get the computers in 30 days. I again got a nasty email, basically saying I was a troublemaker and they were going to send someone over to tag the computers. This time I looked up whoever the manager was for these folks and called them. I explained the whole story and they agreed to cool off the folks that were hounding me. I then emailed the manager, thanking them, reviewing the situation and CC'd all the bigwigs. Just a CYA move. I also followed up with the professor that had ordered these freaking computers to find out what was going on. Turned out there was a long-term problem with the vendor. They might not be able to deliver the computers. Like, ever. The PO was shortly canceled and I sent all the paperwork back to the manager of the equipment folks. The lesson I learned was that no matter how good a system is, there has to be a way to handle exceptions. Always. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta be flexible. You know, not everything's gonna fit in your neat little box or, you know, stay lined up and work exactly how you think it's supposed to. In fact, very rarely does that happen. Schedules are usually way off. Budgets are usually way off. 
Love it. We'll give you a 30-day extension. Gee, thanks. Apparently, our computers can reproduce through binary fission. We just finished our six-month inventory of all the hardware and equipment in all of the Stupid Industries LLC. We're only four days late getting it done. A very fascinating thing happened. We had 35 PCs of a particular make and model number. But... The company only ever bought 34, so this brings us to an interesting situation. I would totally understand there being a computer missing out of the inventory. There's actually nine laptop computers missing that were last issued to now former employees, and Stupid Industries isn't going to take them to small claims court over them. But no, we seem to have an extra tower that seemingly materialized out of nowhere. We spent the entire day going through the repair logs of these 35 towers looking for anything weird. Turns out the same box got replaced under warranty, twice. And in late March of 2020, the first time Dell told us that we didn't need to send the motherboard back to them, and they would send a replacement motherboard in case. About four months later, one of us apparently got e-machines to replace the case and motherboard again. The second time around, we actually sent the computer back to them. The cause of this was twofold. First, this happened during the great COVID lockdown. The manufacturer wasn't accepting returns on certain customers. They decided to just take our word for the bad part and ship us replacements. The other cause was that the case and fried motherboard was put into the recycle pile and someone pulled it out of the recycle pile because the case and motherboard were still under warranty. Threw it on the test bench and it failed and sent in a ticket to get the case and motherboard replaced. Once they got the new case and motherboard in the mail it was assembled using spare parts and put into service. That's a giant oops and unintentional something 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 theft slash wire fraud. Legal contacted our sales rep with the computer company. He got a good laugh about it. Apparently it fell under shipping problems and COVID madness. He turned around and sent us the bill for the parts and gave us 90% off. Yeah, I can completely understand that. With all that madness going on, people weren't accepting returns. Half the time they weren't shipping anything out, mostly because they couldn't get it. I mean, just look at graphics cards over the last couple years. I mean, they're finally starting to loosen up a little bit, but man, getting a graphics card was just impossible. But at least they worked with you. Got the accounting all taken care of and everybody's happy. All your numbers match now, so so good for you. That really is not what technology is for. About a year ago, I got a call from a user that had a picture sent to them from a customer that they couldn't open. She just was double-clicking on the file and it would not open in the standard photo program that they used. They emailed it to me to resolve. I told them that I didn't recognize the extension and to please ask the customer to resend the photo in a different format. They asked me how to do that. I said simply email the customer back and ask them to change the format to something like a GIF or a JPEG format. They said that didn't work and that they still couldn't open it. I asked, so what did the customer format it to this time? She said, I changed it to a JPEG. I asked, how could you reformat it if you can't open it? She said, I renamed it to pick1.jpg. <laughs> Shaking my head, I said, that's not how reformatting works. She asked, can't you just do it? I said, no, I don't know how. I'm not familiar with that format. I'll have to research it a minute. After about two minutes of reading up on the HEIC format, after a quick DuckDuckGo search, I see that it's a simple iPhone picture format. Two minutes more and I find a free online converter and bingo, I was able to convert the file. I then emailed the new JPEG back to the user and sent them a link and instructions how to use the website, which was basically upload the file, press a convert button, and then download the JPEG. She responded, thanks, but I'll just send it to you to convert from now on. I reported, 
I'm sorry, but that's not what technology's for. I'll be glad to locate a codex so your program can open it, or a small program that can perform this on your computer and even give you training on how to do this yourself. But I will not be taking on the added responsibility of opening problematic files for you on an ongoing basis without approval from my boss and yours. Would you like me to go ahead and contact them to discuss the matter? She ended with, no thanks. P.S. The company didn't want to spend the 99 cents that it would take to purchase an add-in to Photos in Windows 11 to handle the file format easily. So I downloaded a small app that would reformat the file easily, installed it, and taught the user how to use it. Her response was, that's it? That's all I have to do? Yep. Yes, it is. Yeah, I hate it when I get weird picture formats and I can't get them open. Uh, I'm not an iPhone user, so most of my stuff's Android and it just saves like a normal JPEG. The automatic does. I can save it as something else if I wanted to, but I just love how people assume that everything's supposed to be your job no matter what. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.